Welcome to the podcast where we talk all about love. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Carly Ann. Let's be honest, nobody taught us about the challenges that come with finding and keeping healthy, happy relationships. Nobody warned us of the courage that you need to put yourself out there when dating, or gave us the tools to manage anxiety, or told us what the hell to do when we got ghosted. As two coaches working in this space, we want to open up the conversation and give our take into the real, messy, amazing, sometimes tiring and frustrating, but mainly an extraordinary journey that comes with creating the secure, lasting relationships that you deserve. Welcome back to All About Love, the dating, healing and attachment podcast. And it's a special one because it is the last of the series. Yes. But we've got exciting things coming up. I'm taking a sabbatical and I'm Mm -hmm. off to Fiji and New Zealand to travel around in a camper van. You've got very exciting professional developments. I'm a student again. Yeah, Carly's going back to university. At uni, probably. Yeah. Yeah, because this will be October, November. Yeah, so I'm probably at uni again now. Mm -hmm. And hopefully not too far from my trip to Brazil. Yes. Travellers, seeing the world. So we're going to, yeah, things like that we're going to figure out and work out. But it's been, what a series. I know. Great topics. Such a joy. Also, the response we've had has been so, so lovely. And, and the one today, I think this is really, actually, if everything that we have spoken about, I feel like this kind of brings things together, right? Yeah. Because we're going to be talking about how to be happy on your own. Yes. And we're talking about whatever your relationship status. We're talking about kind of rediscovering and building that relationship that you have with yourself. Yeah. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about our own experience of what that's looked like, why it's important to be happy with time on your own. And we will also give you some top tips on how to enhance that time on your own and really cultivate kind of the magic that can come from that but I think this is such a huge topic that people would actually struggle with so much because I think we sometimes associate being alone with being lonely and it's not mutually exclusive like of course you can feel lonely at some point but you can feel lonely in a relationship and I think such a huge learning for me was getting to the point where you enjoy being alone I love my own company. I love being alone. But it's celebrating that and it's embracing that. And I remember when I was dating, when I was single, that idea was so foreign to me because I thought if I really appreciate being alone, that means I don't want the relationship. If I appreciate being alone too much, am I going to keep a relationship away? Yeah. Yeah. Like almost, you know, when you're thinking about manifesting, it's like, oh, if I'm happy single, does that close the door yeah. for calling someone in? But really what we're looking at, right, is the art of mm. like solitude. Yeah. So how to be in your own company, how to self-reflect, yes. know how you feel, be with your emotions, how to literally like enjoy the time alone make the most of time alone without the need to scroll procrastinate reach out do all of those things and again I think I've mentioned Jay Shetty a couple of times on our podcast but I'm pretty sure it's Jay Shetty where I have heard this idea of it's who you are 
when you're on your own that will really indicate like where you're at. So when you're on your own, are you sat scrolling, procrastinating, overthinking, beating yourself up? Or are you able to connect with what brings you joy, connect with mm. maybe it is the time to do your visualizing, your meditating, swimming, exercise, like healthier routines if you like and look I I'm talking about sitting down and watching the Kardashians too if that's what you want yeah, I, I love that I actually see that as like quality time with myself I yeah look forward to it. where like I can watch like my shows without judgment yeah. on my own and without it meaning something and I, I think that's really what you said about loneliness because it's all our perception as well when it comes to time by yourself so for mm. example if I was, okay, let's say it's Friday night and I have no plans and I find out like all of my friends are out, they're all busy, they're all doing things, that can make me feel really rubbish about my life. Like I've got no plans, I've got no one to see, I've got nothing to do, everything's awful. If I had an opportunity to do something this Friday night and I said, no, I want to stay in by myself then that can be like the most wholesome night ever. And like I'm gonna stay in and I end up enjoying mm. myself, but it's because I did have plans, I did have opportunities, but I said no. Mm. So it's the same thing, stay in on a Friday night, but your perception depends on like so many other factors. Yeah, but it also depends on your mindset, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like whether you are going to make the most of it, appreciate that time, and it's how yeah, it's how you view it, whether you've got FOMO or whether you're, basically you could put self-care in front of anything and it'll make it feel better. Yeah. <laughs> so what? I'm doing this for self-care and you will <laughs> like, feel a thousand times better about doing it. What have you been like <laughs> with spending time on your own? Great. Yeah, Love always. It. Yeah, I've always really needed downtime to like yeah. decompress and like, have that time and yes you're right that a lot of my time and even now I do find myself scrolling or binge watching shows or whatever that looks like but as I've got older I just recognize that actually for me I need time just to like read a book or just not talk to anybody or just kind of sit and be a little bit mindless about yeah. things and that's okay as well for me that really works for me. Yeah. I'd say when I was single, it took work to get to that point. But then I almost went the opposite way and really struggled with like hyper-independence where I couldn't ask anybody for anything. Mm -hmm. And I had to do it on myself. And I really struggled to like um, say I needed people. I needed things. I needed connection. Yeah. I need, well, I never needed a relationship. But even that like, the idea of kind of really wanting a relationship felt very foreign to me. Do you feel like we have gone like super the other way now of being like, now I need to be the strong, independent person that relies on no one? I definitely something that in the last couple of years, I've worked on a lot more with clients, yeah. Because mm. they can't allow themselves to be vulnerable to need somebody because yeah. they've spent so many years going at it alone and built up this armour and this like wall of aloneness to the point now where it feels so alien but not not just romantic partners even to ask friends for help yeah or allow friends to like buy them dinner or drink or something or 
whatever that might look like. Something that's so important that, you know, is like basic bitch 101, that is like knowing yourself before you get into that relationship, which comes from being by yourself, building that relationship with yourself. Yeah. So you, it becomes a lot easier not to lose yourself then when you're with somebody. Yes. So if you're single, Mm -hmm. it's a very good opportunity and a time to get to know yourself for sure. Yeah. But also there are people that have been in relationships for years and years and years that might just be discovering this inner work as well. Yeah. And needing to spend more time on their own. And you can do this whether you're single or in a relationship. It's just, yeah, look, being single, you're literally on your own a lot of the time. And in a good way, you can then work on that. And in a relationship, you're going to have to probably create that space a lot more. Which can feel really alien, especially if you have struggled with like codependency or that constant togetherness or have a little bit more of an anxious attachment where like it's that time apart that can feel really alien or uncomfortable. But oh my God, I loved like being able to like wake up and just think about me and do my journaling and like do exactly what I wanted and do all these weird little morning routines and you know I don't know there was something just so joyful about being able to be completely selfish when single when single yeah and it's not that I can't do that now that's what I was going to say because I still have I mean yeah I still have all my morning routines and stuff yeah and I do but it's still to the point where there's somebody else there yeah I still think about somebody else yeah I still have the dog because do you know when I like really created my morning routine Mm. it come from a place of working on the anxious attachment Mm. and one of the things that I knew I wanted for myself is something that no one else can have or take away and so that morning routine became a non-negotiable Okay. That this is something that will just always be mine. I'm not saying, look, yeah. if we go on holiday or something, that I 100% stick to it and things like that. But for the most part, I needed to keep some routines, whether I was in yeah. relationship or not. I think I might go back to making it a non-negotiable because I still, I'm still good with stuff like, do you know what it is? It's It now comes after I wake up, I sort the dog out, I see what needs to be done around the house, I go and do like the emotional labor things that take time and then I do the morning routine and think about things yeah and actually you're right in that when I think back to what I was like when I was like I don't know it was because I've still got the same amount of time I wonder why it's not so much priority anymore even just the like reading a book and following doing the like exercises in the book Mm -hmm. I always feel great when I have that sort of reflection and do you think also think though that it's like phases of healing like there are times of the healing where you you almost need to spend more time with that more time with that like inner reflection more time with the journaling and look that's just some people live for journaling that's just one example but for me like the way that I've spent time on my own or the Mm. way that I've needed to spend on time on my own has kind of evolved yeah and also I I think it's I loved that stage of my life because also in a very different way like I'd never ever ever changed my life now like I love it I'm the happiest I've ever been I am surrounded by things that bring me joy every single day but it was a different kind of excitement because you're single you're thinking about what's to come you've got you know 
I don't know, there's just something so magical about that time. Yeah. Where it's, and also, you know, I was quite a lot younger. It's like the freedom aspect, I think, is still, I don't know, there's just, I just remember it being a very magical time. And now it's magical just in a very different way. The time on your own. Yeah. Yeah. I find that, so this goes for single or in a relationship for me, mm. this idea of like waiting. So single, you know, you see it quite a lot with people feeling like I can't go on a holiday without mm. someone or I don't want to go to weddings without someone, whatever it is. And yeah. you find yourself in this kind of waiting energy of, yeah, I don't know, like I've got to be in a relationship before I do X, Y and Z. And similarly, similarly, in a relationship, I can see myself sometimes fall into the tendency of seeing like, well, yeah, I want to try that restaurant, but only with my boyfriend. Okay. Whereas actually, there is so much joy to be had in going to a restaurant with my friend or with myself or whatever it is. Because, little side note, in relationship, like when you're in a romantic relationship with someone, I can see it as a way of spending time on your own is spending time with your friends. Yeah. Does that make sense? Definitely, yeah. Your break from the being without the person is being with your friends. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, no, yeah totally also like that. physical, literal time on your own, yeah. but also time away from the romantic relationship is yeah. really important as well. Yeah, and I do, like, when I was single, I I never waited for a partner. Like, I deliberately, like, tried to buy a house with my sister. I um, would travel, went, did loads and loads and loads of traveling with friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, South America, Africa, Australia, Philippines, like, you name it. Like, mm-hmm. we'd be off. So I never had the idea of, I always wanted something that was like yearning like that waiting for that thing but I did a lot and I do you know like I go away with friends a lot less now there's less of that group element like with one group we make a real concerted effort like every few months we'll book a weekend away together but there's you know there's a lot less now it's interesting I do think that's kind of age as well like there's very natural shifts that we go in in directions which I, I feel that that's why you've also if, if you're single it's you know we usually would say it's important mm. to seek out other single friends yeah. you know that are in like similar situations to you I think that's really important but yeah I do think there's something quite natural in that but also when you find yourself in a relationship mm. there is only so much time in the world right yeah. like in your day and so naturally things change, naturally things shift. And I think that's why you have to be so intentional with that relationship with yourself still. Mm. Because as we all know, it's often the relationship with ourselves that mm. will go in the back seat. Mm. It's our own needs that go in the back seat. It's what we want or whatever it is. Mm. And especially if you lean more towards that anxious attachment mm. where you lose yourself anyway in love you'll be much more likely to, yeah, just put everything off for this person. And so if you get into the habit of just even five minutes a day that's just yours, I think that can be so powerful. Yeah, and I do, there are lots of examples um, with clients that started dating where the anxiety starts again or this stuff starts again and we have to go back to the basics and check in. It's like, okay, how many times have you seen your friends? 
How many times have you gone to the gym? How many times have you kept up with doing the things that you loved? Because that's that goes really quickly. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that ground you and make you feel like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's what I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to say something like really... I'm just going to go down a <laughs> rabbit hole. It's just not worth it. But I do completely agree. So time on your own. Should we go straight mm-hmm. into the tips? Or is there yeah. anything else to say about it? No, just that I think, as we said, we're doing this because the goal isn't the relationship right whether you're in it whether you're single the goal is to create a life that feels magical the goal is to be intentional with your time and to figure out who you are and to enjoy the process of getting to know yourself and spending time with you and an amazing side effect of all of those things is you can regulate emotions you can build healthier relationships you will be in your most kind of joyful place which might attract that partner in you will meet amazing people along the way. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, not in a horrible way, but the relationship you have with you is the one consistent you're ever going to have. Yeah. So don't neglect it at the expense of waiting for happiness or waiting for somebody to come along and make it okay or being in that relationship. I would say, welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> I feel like you alluded to this just now as well. But something that we are absolutely not saying, so no one can DM us this, we're not saying that you don't still want a relationship, that you don't still want to do these things with your partner, that you don't have this yearning. Like, you can spend time on your own. You can get to know yourself and still want a relationship with someone else and still feel like, actually, I do only want to go to this restaurant with my partner. Like, if it's done in, like, this conscious, not on autopilot kind of way, I feel like that's absolutely fine. And I remember having a conversation with my client once about her. She kind of felt like she was failing at self-love, failing at healing, because she still wanted a relationship, or she felt, Mm -hmm. like, lonely at times. I was like, of course, whether you're in relationship or not, there's times where you want the other, yeah, You know, there's times where you yearn for that independence again or, you know, not to have to get triggered and have conflict. Mm. There's times where you are longing for that relationship, that connection that maybe you can't quite get with yourself in the same way. So if we're yeah. talking about physical touch and things like that. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine. Me and when I lived with, I don't know, I don't feel like everyone goes through this experience, but quite classic. I lived mm. with three other single girls and we used to call it single sad Sundays. And that's no disrespect. I was, I'm talking about my own experience as well. And single sad Sundays was basically that Sunday where you wanted a partner. Yeah. And you really wanted one more than other days for some reason. Yeah. Sundays is usually the day where people are most active on the apps, aren't they? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like two o'clock. Yeah. You want to sit on the sofa with you. Yeah. There you go. So, and that's normal. That's absolutely fine. Look, there's always going to be an element of like grass is greener. We look ahead to see the when, you know, when we'll be happy. But what we're saying is, I mean, I think this will come into one of the tips, won't it? But in fact, why don't we start with this as the first tip, which is, of course, it's okay to feel conflicted, but also please remember to be grateful and appreciate where you are because there will always be somebody looking back 
back saying, oh my God, I wish I'd used this time more. Mm-hmm. Whether it's your, you know, such a common example I hear is, um, oh my God, it's amazing that I'm in Spain, but it also makes me sad seeing everybody holding hands and I'm single. And it, it loses that kind of joy of where you are, what you're doing for yourself. Mm-hmm because we're always looking for like what we don't have and just appreciate the time I think because you know I know that even we've got a mutual friend who's had a baby like they look back now and are like oh my god I spent so many years complaining that I was single and how I wish I'd I'd really appreciated the mornings where I didn't have anybody to think about yeah and thinking's a little bit different to that, but just mm. that idea of the comparison. Yes. You know, when you're on your own and this might just mean spending an evening on your own mm. and you suddenly feel like you can see everyone else in their couples and th- their partner's available or they've met mm. someone. I trained myself to look around and you will see plenty of people on their own. Yeah. And that includes like an afternoon in the park look around you there's loads of people on their own reading a book on their phone whatever you just have to look around but because we zoom in on what we don't have and how terrible it is to be on our own Mm. we sometimes miss that you know there's a lot to be said about that universal kind of compassion for ourselves Mm. of you're absolutely not the only person spending this moment on your own no for sure but bask in it like get that book out in the park like do that and as I said put self-care in front of it feels a thousand times better <laughs> what do you mean well, basically if I, I sit said that earlier, yeah I? if I sit and like binge watch 10 episodes of the Kardashians I might feel guilty or bad about myself if I say I'm doing this out of self-care I feel great about it if I decide to like stay in and cancel my plans I might get FOMO or feel guilty if I say I'm doing it because of self-care. feel great about it. But that has to be genuine, right? You can't yeah. trick yourself. Or can well, you? sometimes you actually, it's just the consciousness of being like, okay, rather than being on autopilot, um, I'm doing this because there's some part of me that needs to do it, which means it is about self-care. Yeah. And it's okay to be on your own. Yes. And everyone else is out having fun. Oh my God, I love it. Sometimes that happens to us all. Yeah. You know, that people, everyone's out and about, got plans, or it seems like that. Yeah. Right home. Intr- yeah. And different stage of life, like moving to the countryside, big wake up call versus being back in London. Mm. Like I got, I loved, I came up to stay for a couple of weeks, like a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago, and realized how much I missed the buzz and the energy. And I was like, Do you know what? I'm going to come up like once a month, stay oh, overnight, really? get a bit of the like, remembering I'm fun and young yeah back without having to think about getting a train home have you heard of this idea I think it's called like the background person it's why people Mm. might stay like um in kind of like relationships that are over and things Mm. like that so the background person if I was to put it into like an example it might be spending an evening at home by yourself Mm. but your partner is out somewhere so you do have a partner they're just not here at the moment and you can feel more relaxed and at ease than the person who doesn't have that background person. 
Okay. Like someone's not coming home tonight. And I know that might sound awful. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a bit of reality. But you know what? On the flip side to that, I can put myself in the shoes of the, the insecure person whose partner is out and they're having an anxious episode. Mm. But So there's something comfortable. So they find it easier to be alone knowing that there's someone there. Yeah. Yeah. That can happen. Yeah. Or you, your housemate's home mm. and they're in the next room. Mm. But I think... I really did have to train myself and I still do it now sometimes I sit for a few minutes on my own with no phone no distractions with no music no podcast and I say how are you yeah and it's actually put a timer on yeah yeah do you do that every day do that every day in the membership amazing yeah how am I I might join your membership yeah (laughs) come and join us 15 minutes a day um okay second tip do you want to go The next tip I'm going for is knowing your values Mm -hmm. and like what brings you joy. And I think this is sometimes the reason we can struggle with time on our own is because we haven't got that kind of quick go to, I know what lights me up. I know what I enjoy in these moments. I know what can help me. And if you're so used to putting other people first, or you've just never really sat down and thought like, Mm. how do I like to spend my time? Mm. Like what lights me up? What do I enjoy? Then of course it's going to be quite miserable spending that time on your own. Yeah. Yeah, I get all clients to write a list of things that bring them joy. Mm -hmm. And like what depletes you? Yeah. Because the reality is like for me, and I think for many, scrolling on your phone it depletes your energy, but it yeah. does pass the time. So you don't have to feel the loneliness. You don't have to feel whatever it is that you're feeling. But after that time of just sitting there numbing yourself, you tend to feel worse. Yeah. And so if you can tap into that flow and what brings you joy, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel just that higher frequency. Definitely. And also maybe you're just going to book something last minute and you'll know what to look for. You'll know what lights you up. Mm. And... If we think about if you're single, it's going to be so good for you to know that when it comes to getting in. In fact, no, even in relationship, you need to be in relationship knowing what you value and what you need. Because otherwise, you'll just do everything your partner wants and likes. Yeah. Um, third tip I will go for is, I'm sure you've spoken about this on on here before, but the idea of dating yourself. Yes. And again, I think if you're single... The idea of taking yourself on dates feels awkward and embarrassing. And it feels like there's a big beacon on the top of your head that says, I'm here on my own. And then when you're in relationships, you neglect that time, that quality time with yourself because you spend it with them, right? Mm -hmm. But either way, having those solo dates, like having that time where you just give yourself the luxury of like a coffee on your own or read a book or appreciate what is in front of you or take yourself to that restaurant buy yourself that meal like what take yourself shop whatever it looks like having that intentional hour half an hour five minutes doesn't matter what it is and do you know what I really love to add to this Mm. is to ask yourself the kind of questions and reflect on the kind of questions that you would ask on a date or you would want someone to ask you Mm. because sometimes it's like that this kind of comes in two ways. One is if you know those things about yourself, you're going to be able to be more yourself. Yeah. Just in day-to-day life. Mm. 
And the second thing is if you know those things, you're going to know what and who you're looking for. You know, yeah. if you can say, I prefer, if I said to you, do you prefer a summer holiday or a, like a winter holiday? And you don't know the answer. Maybe you're going to make it up on the spot. Maybe you're going to wait to hear what I like first so that you can yeah. just fit in with me or just not know. Yeah. And there's the confidence in that. Yeah. Whereas if you know these things about yourself and you can confidently go, I love a summer holiday because of X, Y, and Z, you're less likely to merge with other people. You're less likely mm. to not be yourself. So think just ask like yourself the fun questions mm. you would want to know about other people. Mm. Yeah. No, I really like that. And yes, yeah, that I think that dating yourself just signals, doesn't it? Again, increases the confidence, the self-worth, all those amazing things. Next one. This one really, really helped me. Mm -hmm. Is to follow a dream. Okay. So I mean like the kind of dream that you have. It's like outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. You've put it off. Maybe you've forgotten about it, but it's something that's purely for you. When you are by yourself, it gets you into that like state of flow, that state of, yeah, state of like excitement is something for you to always move towards. Okay. And then yeah. whether you're in relationship or not, this is something that's so important to you. It yeah. lights you up, brings you joy out of your comfort zone, which grows you in so many other ways. And it's something that someone else can never take from you. So it's goal orientated. Goal orientated, Action. it's dream orientated, it's that kind of like niggle, something that yeah. you have always wanted to do or try or be, maybe it's to start that podcast, whatever it is, mm. but you're you're too afraid or you've put relationships above yourself, whatever mm. it is, you've forgotten about it. And I really think the thing about this one is let it be a bit out of your comfort zone. Okay. Like let it be something that you don't think you can do. And don't, if you're not sure what that is at the moment, don't panic. Because no. the more you date yourself, you figure out what brings yes. you joy, you step into being really appreciative of where you are, yeah. the more naturally you will move towards what makes you feel good and you will allow yourself to dream a bit bigger 100%. to create those kind of goals but for those of you where like that's for those of you that maybe are panicking and don't know or haven't let yourself admit mm. it yet but for those of you who just had like a very clear flash of what that thing is do it yeah like do it that's absolutely going to improve time on your own because just for me this was like starting this business mm -hmm. like all of the things I knew I wanted to do and always putting those things off Time on my own was suddenly easier. One, because I always had something really enjoyable to do because it yeah. lit me up or to think about or to dream about. And two, because you really come into your own when you like follow a dream. It's mm. very unique for yourself. It's great energy. That very is. attractive. And that really enhanced, as you said, this is tips about how to enhance the time on your own, right? And cultivate a magic life. 100%. I've got one tip that... I don't know if it slightly goes against You're everything straying. we've been talking about. <laughs> but I think it's more because of the masterclass that I've done around timelines mm -hmm. and how to kind of panic class. But it was actually about doing something, getting a hobby or an interest that actually isn't about you. Like what? Like giving back. Like mm. doing something that is outside of you that means you kind of focus your energy, you're more of service, you're more kind of, it's that, yeah, just becomes not about you, about your singleness, about your problems, 
it is about somebody else. Whether that is reading to the elderly, volunteering at a dog's home, I don't know, doing a sponsored walk, whatever it is, something that just isn't about you. Yeah, that's also one of the areas of like living a balanced, happy life. Yeah. Isn't it? Is that being of service, isn't it? Yeah. Is that giving? So something as well to add to all of this, even especially because I know I've spoken about like getting out of your comfort zone and things like this, is in some cases spending time on your own, feelings of loneliness, they can mm. be really intense. I remember working with someone once where I literally, we had to work it up of a few minutes in her room on her own, still with her phone. Okay. Like it, we had to build it up that. So that was the very first step. Yeah. In your room, literally minutes with your phone. Mm. And so I think like, don't feel like you suddenly have to be able to spend a week by yourself. Yeah. Don't feel like you suddenly have to be able to do all of these things that we've said. You listen to what we've said and just take in what works and just take it one, like what's one small step that I can take towards creating this kind of relationship with myself yeah because it's limitless like the kind of relationship that you can have with yourself can be incredible but for some of you your overthinkers your warriors and and being on your own is going to trigger that for example Mm. so I think really small ways Mm. to build up spending time with yourself is absolutely fine yeah no I really really agree with that and you know I feel feel like some people will listen to this and they'll book that dream holiday with themselves Some people will listen to this and think, I'm going to go on a walk without my partner. And some people will listen to this and be like, I need to just do one tiny thing by myself. And all of those are amazing things. Yeah. I a thousand percent agree with that. I was going to say something else. Oh, it's what our friend Emma called, how can you turn the volume up on you? Mm -hmm. So with each of these tips how can you turn the volume up on you? That's what we're doing through these tips, isn't it? It's really focusing on it's how you can become the star of your own show, whatever you want to call it. Make this, regardless of where you are in life, regardless of relationship status, make this about you. Like how, yeah, how can you turn the volume up on you? And shine brighter. Shine bright like a diamond. Are you going to (laughs) start... Guys, she's got a microphone. I've just never heard of the the turn the volume up. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, I knew that there was another term yeah. that I relate with more, and it's like the shine I do bright. shine brighter. Yeah, I do. Are you gonna start? No, singing? I can't sing. No? So I want to end the session with actually asking the listeners a question, which is, "What are you putting on hold?" All the watchers. Hello, YouTube. <laughs> I keep forgetting there's a camera there. (laughs) What are you putting on hold? Big or small? What are you not doing because you're in a relationship? What are you not doing because you're single? Yeah. What are you waiting for? And I want you to think about what it is, whether it's going to a restaurant, whether it's, I don't know, buying the outfit, whether it's booking that holiday, whether it's making moves towards getting a dog, moving jobs, living in a different country, big to small. What are you putting on hold? What are you putting on hold? And when you've figured it out, I want you to take a step towards it. I love that. Take it, yeah, inspired action, take a step towards whatever you're putting on hold. 
Because we don't have the time to put things on hold. No, we do not. Right, guys, we are going to love you and leave you for season two. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. We will be back. Back And if you're subscribed, you'll get a notification when we come back anyway. Yeah, guys. Oh, (laughs) please rate, review and subscribe. I was meant to say that at the end of every episode. We haven't. Okay, rate, review and subscribe for every episode. (laughs) 